Hey, what's going on, friends, family, and listeners? And welcome back to another episode of The Good, The Bad, and The Unpredictable. And as always, I'm completely excited for this episode. Um, I may sound like I'm dragging a bit. Um, I feel tired. Is that okay? Is it okay to feel tired every once in a while? Um, I, I feel like these past two weeks since the last episode was released um it's been a lot there's been a lot that's been going on um on a personal level um not so much on a grand level i don't want to say like everything in life makes me tired because it does not um but just a lot of personal things Um, And I kind of want to talk about it today. Um, If you've been looking at my Instagram post, um, I've been mentioning, mentioning, excuse me, vulnerability and how interesting it is and how powerful it can be. Um, If you have seen, not my last one, the second to last post, Um, I've kind of mentioned that I was going to be talking about how this came up, why this subject, and what does it mean for me. Um, So in my local church, we're doing these things called small groups. And it's basically we're taking church to homes with the intentions of building a better community within the body of believers. So the curriculum that my wife and I have... um, we oversee a small group um is building healthy relationships god-centered relationships and i just want to say i was really taken back by it because you know when you read a lesson you get a general idea of how deep it can be but it doesn't really hit you till you're teaching it so the first lesson that we actually talked about um was about vulnerability and you guys are probably like you you're probably thinking to yourself, wow, you're just regurgitating what you said. Not necessarily, um, but I really want to go off of it a bit um, because I think it's so important. It's in this episode probably won't be as long um, as we're accustomed to, um, but I really just want to hit some points really quick. Excuse me. Um but I, I, me personally, I don't know about you guys, but I really feel like I'm in a season of choosing to be vulnerable, choosing to be open with people and just leaving myself open out on the table. And it, it, it requires so much. It requires a lot of emotion. It requires a lot of willingness. It requires a lot of of understanding who we can be. Um, and I feel like vulnerability is needed in every aspect of life and every relationship that you have. Um, not necessarily, you know, like boyfriend, girlfriend, you know, fiance's engagement, um, or even husband and wife. It even goes to your relationship with your family members, relationship with your friends, um, vulnerability. I no longer, I do not want to have just friends i want to have good friends i want to have a bond i want to build trust with people and it's so easy to get caught up on 
you know, well, I can't be open with so-and-so. I can't be open with so-and-so. I believe that it it's possible to have that type of relationship with people. Um, within my small group, I just want to say, I want to give a shout-out to my small group members. Brother Chaz, Sister Samantha, Sister Renisha, Sister Alina, and Sister Yvonne. I want to give a shout-out to them. Um, because, you know, when we've had these lessons, they've been open, they've been honest um, about their idea, about their concept of vulnerability. And uh, there was four main points that the lesson talked about. And the first one was to know and being known. And I think that is so deep and so profound. Why? Because... Uh, and I kind of just jumping right into it too, if you don't mind, but to be known and fully known is, it goes a lot deeper than, Hey, I, I joke around a lot. I'm like, that person don't even know my middle name. I don't have a middle name, you guys. <laughs> um, but I remember I used to tell my wife, like, uh, you're only as close to me as long as you know my middle name. And she was just like, you don't have one. Well, I know that's why you know me. That's why you're close to me. That's how I know you know me. Or it's actually an inside joke that my wife and I have. But um, it's like if I'm really cool with somebody, I'm all like, I'll let them borrow 2000 I'll let them borrow 2000 Um, And she'll know, like, my level of coolness with people, like how close that bond that I have with others. Um, but being known and fully known is, and I think of Torrin Wells when I hear it because, like, I'm fully known and loved by you. Um, I, I think of so many things that come with it. I think of so much uh, the cost of it can be sometimes. And vulnerability, let me just say, it, it's not for the weak. Vulnerability is not something that should be taken lightly. Of course not. Um, depending, especially depending on what it is and how, uh, uh, sensitive you are or how sensitive another person may be. Um, I had to leave myself open. Um, I think it was maybe last week, last week, the week before, um, with the coworker and, um, just about how I've been feeling towards them lately and uh, I actually shared this with my small group and what I actually said and what I told my coworker shocked a few people. Um, however, uh, it, it, it's, it came with the cost of being open. It came with the cost of leaving myself as an open target because I allowed myself to be vulnerable I allowed myself to be known by this person deeper than what they already knew me as. And it's hard um, to be, to. we want people to know us surface level. We want people to know us like, oh, when's your birthday? You know, how's your mom? How's your dad? You know, how's the siblings? You know, how? Wait, wait, how's your day going? You know, how's so-and-so? You know, how's the dog? You know, were you able to take care of that thing at work? We want to know surface level things and I think that's fine. I think that's great. But when it comes to building healthy communities, when it comes to having a God-centered uh, relationship with people, 
we have to know the deeper things of life and uh, there's a lot of things about ourselves and this is kind of like a sub thing that I really wanted to hit on was that we have to acknowledge a lot of things about ourselves to be fully known by others um, is the foundation of a healthy community is the foundation of a healthy relationship that openness um, but we have to acknowledge who we really are behind closed doors we have to uh, acknowledge that sometimes we may have issues we have problems and, and I said in not my last one last episode with our special guest Denise um, but in the previous one understanding God's grace and mercy uh, through a time of failure I think uh, what, when I, what I mentioned in that episode was that we're not perfect. I think that's one thing we all really need to have an understanding of is that we're not perfect. None of us are perfect. And people we look up to, people we love, people we have an, uh, a perspective of already, they are not perfect. They are not, They struggle, we struggle. We all have our problems, we all have our situations. And being vulnerable, it, it just adds on top of it. You know, can't... Can I trust this person? Can be, uh, being vulnerable, it, it's, it's a form of release. And, and I just want to say, like, me talking about this is not really easy because I am probably, like, the least vulnerable person out there. Um, it's very hard for me to process emotions, very hard for me to process feelings, especially because I'm very logical. So, you know, my whole mindset is, like, black and white, but emotions and feelings turns everything gray. So it's it, it, being vulnerable in those things really like throws me off completely. Um, but I feel like God is just not only putting myself, but putting others in a season of vulnerability. And I believe it's so important that we acknowledge that we all mess up. I think it's so important that we acknowledge that we as individuals struggle so much in life no matter how many times we say we are okay no matter how many times we say we're fine brother so-and-so sister so-and-so we're fine we're great um i think a lot of times we have the facade in order to keep up an impression in order to keep up uh, an image in order to keep up what we're hiding and i don't want to say hiding like oh a grave sin i'm just saying like hiding our emotions hiding our tiredness hiding our weariness um and it takes a lot to let others into that i and i i I love my wife i just want to say i love my wife um i excuse me i don't know what happened there Uh, i love my wife um and everything i feel that she uh, I give my wife a lot of props. I, I, I just give her a lot of props. Um, there have been times where I have, uh, you know, been going really through it. And she was there to hear. She was there to uh, have an open mind and an ear to hear my problems and my situations. And really have been the, uh, the navigator to help me figure myself out a lot of times. So I just give her props in that. Um, but being vulnerable with people, being vulnerable with 
others is so hard it, it, it can really be so hard especially like i said i i'm very logical i'm very analytical so emotions are it's something that i don't know how to process if it's outside of an a and b equation then i don't know how to deal with it so uh a lot of times we don't want to be fully known or we don't give people the chance to fully know us but we have this concept of wanting to know others tell me you're good tell me you're bad tell me your unpredictableness of it huh you see what i did there um i want to know you entirely but when it comes down for people to know us you can't handle who i am you can't handle my dark secrets you can't handle my dark thoughts and all these things that come to mind and i really believe that uh it, it, it's very important to understand like i said that we all have struggles we all have complications in life we all have um things we need to deal with and it's not easy it's far from um but the cost of a deeper relationship to kind of, the cost of finding someone to be trustworthy enough is is a lot already and what am i saying i'm not saying that nobody's trustworthy i'm just saying that i feel that a lot of people have had uh, trust issues in the past so to trust somebody new to trust somebody different is 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 enough it's tiring emotionally uh physically it's tiring uh spiritually and uh mentally and emotionally and all these other alis um that can be thought of and it's very drainful um i remember uh i am sorry i just lost my train of thought i remember um at one point before i met my wife um i was going through it entirely and i remember um I, I I bottled everything in because that's what I was so accustomed to doing. I was so accustomed to bottling everything in until either either explode or just cut the correct wire and you know the bomb is you know not a threat no more. Um, but I remember like so much emotion was like just being held inside of a bottle it's almost like trying to put mentos inside of a coke and trying to keep the cap on without it exploding and i remember i just what well, felt forced to go and talk with somebody which was probably the best thing i ever did um like i said given the fact that i'm not that type of person to go and just put my business out there to people um so that was very hard but in that grew a deeper relationship with somebody in that and having confidence in that person managed to create a deeper relationship than in comparison to what we were prior to that conversation it was about trust and a lot of times when we leave ourselves vulnerable to people like that when we start confessing things like bro i struggle with this i struggle with that um when we start confessing these things it leaves us in that place and we take the risk of trusting people and who God knows what uh knows what they do with those uh with that information but it comes back to putting it on the line. It comes back to sometimes we just have to we have to take that risk. And you guys are probably thinking like I am not going to put myself out there like that. I do not know what you're talking about. That may work for you but it won't work for me. 
as long I, I feel as long as you're not holding it in you have someone to be accountable to you have somebody that's willing to accept you in your good and accept you in your bad I have um, and this kind of flows into the next point which was loving and being loved entirely when it comes down to knowing people and loving others for their mistakes in as much as we can judge others uh, based off of their mistakes or their issues um, we have the same amount we have the same type of problem maybe in a different it manifests itself differently but we all have issues but when it, when we get to a point where we can love people unconditionally there has to be a point where we have to let ourselves be loved we have to let ourselves we have problems we have situations we have circumstances and a lot of times and i've even told somebody this last week or so week and a half ago you know i don't understand how you can love me the way you do when i i can be mean i know i can i may not be the best person uh to see sometimes or whatnot and you're like brother oh but you this that and the other i i'm human i have moments just like everybody else the difference is not many people are willing to say them i have moments um where i'm angry i have moments when i'm rageful do i cuss people out no i do not um but i have moments where my words can be very stern and very you know just strike people with my words um i have moments i am human so please forgive me um but being loved by people allowing ourselves to be loved despite our mistakes with others despite uh the controversies in our own lives i think that is so important in today's world and it comes with vulnerability it comes with being known and knowing others despite who they are despite their mistakes being loving towards others as much as we have a good heart we also have to let ourselves be loved because how else can we be accepted how else can we truly understand uh, uh and then, you know what all all these points comes goes back to god they they point back to god in some way and then the third point it was serving and allowing yourself to be served and now this one i would say if you have known me for a long period of time you know i love serving people if i can let me serve you know as long as you're enjoying what you're doing let me serve you let me be a helping hand but if you've also known me for that same amount of time to figure that out you may have also picked up that a lot of times i'm like well i could do this myself i got this like no you go do you know i got it i got it like having 20 chairs in a hand or whatever um i no longer have 20 chairs in a hand because i met my wife so now i only carry like two you know cuz uh, i'm not trying to prove i'm big and strong you know i carry two i got got my wife uh joke if you grew up inside of the church you know carry the most chairs see if someone someone will notice you um anyways but allowing yourself to be served allowing yourself to be helped in other words we love helping people i love helping people but having someone else to help me is completely different i would have to say when uh, my wife and i were going on 2 years of marriage woo woo um we're in May, June, July, August. 3 more months will be 2 years married. Um but within the first 6 months, I think that was the hardest thing for me to learn was to allow my wife to help me, allow her to be the help mate she was designed to be for me. 
um and that's one thing i really had to learn you know like yes my 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 wife loved me yes she knew me um to the best of her ability at that time um because we did not live with each other um we didn't start living with each other till we got married you know old school like that um so she to to the degree she knew me um she knew me she loved me or she still does and still knows me um but allowing her to serve me which was which was something completely different something uh, uh really uh kind of personal i actually i'm not gonna lie kind of got territorial with that one because i'm like i'm supposed let me help you let me do things for you don't do nothing for me i got it i got it i am independent mama raised well my mama didn't even raise me like that well she did she did uh, she raised me with the backbone um but i'm independent i got this um but it took time it, and, and it still takes time it's still a process for me to let my wife help me out and to actually leave things alone um because i know she wants to help me uh so that's the one thing i struggle with personally and it's not a big old thing it's not a sin um but allowing myself to be served by my wife and serving my wife all in the same um i think uh a lot of times we get so overcomplicated with roles as a man and as a uh, a woman we get uh, so caught up in the roles the gender roles like women are supposed to be in the kitchen and you know and a lot of that comes with you know just old fashioned uh household ethics you know like women are supposed to be in the kitchen men aren't supposed to clean and all this other th- stuff you know but I, me growing up i was all like uh doesn't matter what gender you are you are helping clean something you are going to do something um which was which is funny I, i just thought i'd throw that out there if i could help my wife like last night i helped my wife with dishes i felt really proud of myself um but you know because it, it it gets tired. well anyway that's all a different subject i'm just dumping from subject to subject um but the fourth point was this celebrating and learning to be celebrated what does that mean S- being celebrated or celebrating others victories celebrating other people as people you know we honor people on their birthday we honor people on their spiritual birthday we honor people in various ways but we don't let people honor us and i and i wow i really have a hard time with half of these things uh, <laughs> um one of the things for me was like i don't enjoy my birthday cuz to me it's another year and people are always like it's another year god gave you and it's the same thing i be telling people like god gave you another year of life be happy be celebrated um you know and if you've also known me for a long period of time it's very uh, difficult for me to receive gifts because i think it's so awkward so i have like a hard time showing it with my facial expression so if i've ever looked like i didn't appreciate your gift believe me i really did it's just hard for me to express that um but with that being said uh allow yourself to be celebrated by people allow don't be too proud where you can't be celebrated don't be too high and mighty that you can't uh allow yourself to be known that you can't allow yourself to be loved that you can't allow yourself to be served or be celebrated the bible says that god resisted the proud um and gives grace to the humble be humble in all four of these things and i mentioned earlier that it all points back to god it all points back to god god the bible says that that he knew you before you were created he knew you while you were being knit in darkness in your mother's womb he knew you 
in that time. God knows you. God knows you and he wants you to know him. God loves you and wants you to love him. God came to minister into this world when he walked as he was manifested as a man, Christ Jesus. And he walked. The Bible says that Jesus came to serve and not be served. God came to minister and God wants to minister to us. He wants to uh, give us blessing. He wants to give us a life more abundant. But he also wants us to serve him and worship him and praise him. Love and 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 being a community is not a one-way street. It really does take both parts. Um, and one thing that I, I, I probably the last thing I really want to touch on is the fact that uh, God sees us all. He sees us all. He knows the good and the bad parts of us, even when nobody else sees. And I, I think that's why the body of Christ is so important. Um, because we can rely on one another. The Bible says, confess your sins one to another. Um, and a lot of times, like I said, we don't have that trust with people, um, even as Christians. Why? Because we're still human. I'm not saying Christians aren't trustworthy, um, but we all have our perspective. We all have our our uh, idea. We all have our thought. We all have this concept of what trust is and who we should trust and who we should not trust. But God sees the good and bad part of us. He sees it all. But the amazing thing about it is that God asks us to confess our sins one to another. Why is that? Because the body of believers make up the body of God. We all belong to one body and that body is Jesus. We all belong in one spirit. What does that mean? If we all belong to the same body, if we all belong to this 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 body of believers which is all made up to form uh, a Jesus in the Bible we it's a metaphor of the characteristics we all are believe the same gospel we all believe the same faith we all believe the same uh, at least the same concept of what Jesus was. He was more than just a good man. He loved all. He served all. He celebrated victories. And he knew everybody for who they were and accepted them. And I think a lot of times we miss that. I think a lot of times we miss that idea. So that way when we hear people's problems, we don't we don't uh, 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 accept them right away. But we're so quick to say something to other people. And that's not what God intended. God intended for us to keep that humbleness, keep that humility, and keep that confidentiality. Um, of course, I do believe to a certain extent, depending on what it is, um, to keep that within the body, to keep that same spirit of love and humility and service and trust to be able to be confided in um, rather than confiding in people in the world, rather than confiding in people in, 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 and gain worldly counsel, gain worldly advice. But a lot of times I think we fear that concept of God knowing us. We, we get so shooken up about, and I had actually had this experience not too long ago um, where somebody was uh, afraid um, I forgot what they had did. 
I can't remember what it was, but they they weren't a, a, a they weren't a, a church member or anything like that. Before I get into it, um, they weren't a church member. Um, yeah, no, they weren't a church member. But uh, I forgot what they did. I think I don't remember. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> sorry about that. Um, they didn't want like their reputation to be like thrown. Uh, out because even though they didn't go to church they were a good person standing uh, at least in my eyes you know they're they're a good person um they mean well uh they mean no harm um but uh they they were more fearful of the fact of someone knowing that they had did wrong and it it, it came like it, it, it kind of like hit me because I began to think like as believers where we get afraid sometimes of what people may catch us doing. We get afraid more of man than we do of God um, because it's God on judgment day who will judge us. It will be God who will say, even though no one saw you, I seen what you did. Even though no one told you nothing because they didn't see you, I seen what you did and I tried to stop you. Um, which was, which is very interesting. It made a real big impact on my life because I think a lot of times where we get so caught up in, in the concept as long as no one's and I don't know why I'm jumping on this subject. Um, as long as nobody sees me, they won't know. And I can keep this image. I can keep this idea, this concept of life of who people may think I am without knowing the bad part of me, without being fully known by others. But it's when we fully know others and not judge people because it's not our place to judge because we all have different walks of life. You know, just because someone may now do I say, you know, it's a rite of passage to sin entirely. No, because the Bible says with free will, you know, with the opportunity to do good, you know, do it. But even with free will, should we continue to sin in the flesh? God forbid, you know, we should not use our free will to take the opportunity. But I do understand that things happen um, at times. Things happen a lot and we fall short a lot of times, no matter what it may be. But the idea of that we don't acknowledge our issues we don't acknowledge the deep emotions um that refrain us from being known we don't acknowledge within ourselves god still loves me we don't acknowledge i messed up and i know i shouldn't have but god still has a plan for me no matter what it may be god has, is not done with you god is not done with your story god is not done with putting you in the palm of his hands he's not he wants you to be in the palm and not crushed uh, uh, to pieces he wants you to walk in him he wants you to walk with him and beside him that's the amazing thing about our god he is a god of more than one chance he doesn't just say oh my son my daughter you failed i'm here to write you off but he says my grace and my mercy shall uplift you my grace and my mercy shall raise you up in my love and my spirit and my caringness it shall keep you so I think a lot of times we get so afraid of, of the consequences that we don't want to try again. 
we get so afraid of who God is and what we read in Revelation. And I do believe that, you know, God's going to come back with the vengeance um, on those who didn't stand upon his word or follow, you know, in, in his ways. I do believe that. But we get so caught up in what's to come that we get this fearfulness of God. And when the Bible says fear the Lord, it, it doesn't that that fear like oh my gosh like i can't live for god because i'm supposed to be afraid of him no but the concept of living for god and having respect for god and who he is because what he's done even just by waking us up this morning he deserves the glory he deserves the honor and the praise and that's what he wants to do because he fully knows you he loves you he wants to he wants to bless you and he wants to celebrate you it all points back to the relationship God has for us and he wants us to have with each other. The body of believers, that's why the body of believers is there, you know. We should confide in one each other. We should be able to trust one another. We should be able to encourage one another. The Bible says if one of the brothers is, uh, uh, you know, paraphrasing, if the body, if one of the brothers or sisters has fallen back, restore them in the spirit of meekness. You can't, you can't restore a brother if you're not meek. You can't restore a sister if you're not meek. You can't um, uh, um, be restored if you're not connected. You can't, you, you, you can't, you have to have some form of connection. Someone that knows, like, if of a backstudding brother and, you know, like, hey, you know, so-and-so, you know, let's go to church. You can't, if you were never a part of the body of believers, that can't happen. But because there was that relationship, because there was that groundedness, there was that uh, 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 belief, there was that continual uh, uh, growth and just because you backslide there should be a spirit of meekness there should be a, somebody who will carry that legacy that Christ did in our reality the Jews when Jesus walked the earth you know like the Sadducees and Pharisees you know they their their whole their gospel wasn't wrong you know their belief wasn't wrong their way they went about things was wrong the way they did things were wrong and God's like, there will be a time for you. You'll understand one day these scriptures that you understand, these scriptures that you say you profess and all these things right now you may not understand, but you're going to get it one day. And we, a lot of times we have this uh, concept like, oh, I understand scriptures. We get too haughty in the fact of what we know that we mistake head knowledge for heart knowledge. The Bible says, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew in me a right spirit. It's a heart knowledge. It's like, word have I hid in my heart that I may not sin against you? My heart, not my mind. Yes, the Bible says to put on the helmet of salvation. The helmet of salvation is what? Salvation is a transfiguration. Salvation is a life-changing event, and we have to renew it. That, that, that helmet of salvation is a changing that salvation, that helmet of salvation is, a helmet is what protects you. And the salvation part is what changes you. So to change you and to protect that purity that you found, to protect it, the Bible says, to renew, uh, uh, to through the, in uh, reading the word, to have a renewed mind, renew your mind. Yes, but thy word have I hid in my heart that I may not sin against you. I think it's so uh, vital that we, are open with one another as much as it hurts yes it's gonna hurt because we're gonna have to acknowledge things about ourselves that people would have never thought of we'll have to acknowledge all the good 
and the bad stuff with ourselves before we acknowledge it to people. And I think a lot of times I've been asked, you know, like, why do I need to ask God for forgiveness if he knew what I did and he'll forgive me um, regardless? And I feel that a lot of times, and I've thought this when I was younger, you know, why does God ask us to ask him for forgiveness? I don't get, if God knew that I sinned, you know, won't he just forgive me? I think that even though God knows what we did and we ask him, I think it's a reminder for ourselves as well, you know, like to take responsibility, take ownership of what we've done wrong. Like, God, I'm sorry that I've done this against you. God, I've done this against your kingdom. Lord, forgive me for X, Y, and Z. And I knew I shouldn't have done it. But Lord, will you forgive me? There's something about acknowledging what we've done and asking for forgiveness. There's something about acknowledging what we did and that power that comes with it, that change that happens when we want change, when we want accountability. And that comes through self-acknowledgement in that area. And I think it's just so amazing. Um, And it's the same thing like us. We have to acknowledge these things within ourselves first and come to grips, come to terms with it and acknowledge it with people when we need the help when we need the uh, 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 encouragement when we need to be open with people and that is the cost of community it takes time it may hurt vulnerability is like I said not for the week when I was vulnerable a week ago when when, when I had to come to grips with my emotions um, and ex- and just leaving myself open with my coworker, it, it was hard because Brother Raul was not feeling good emotions. I tell you that much. Brother Raul, Brother Raul, but you're a leader. Brother Raul, you and your wife. Yes, but I get angry people. <laughs> I get upset. I'm human. It happens. Um, Brother Raul messes up too. And, and that's okay. Why? Because, and I'm not saying like, oh, I'm holier than thou. But what I am saying is the Bible says a righteous man falls down seven times and gets back up. There's that state of getting back up a state of continuing a state of pressing rather than just staying down even though i know i you know i may have messed up but in the times where that vulnerability is there that openness is there that willing to be open it creates a bond it creates a connection and a foundation for community i don't want to just call people brother and sister so-and-so I want them to be brother and sister so-and-so I don't want to just call you that because of title because of uh church politics if you will you know I I want to call you that because of relationship I want to call that I want to call you know brother so-and-so and sister so-and-so brother and sister because of my bond with them not because of church politics but be, be because and i don't maybe church politics isn't the word but i don't want to just say it nonchalantly we're a part of the same body we have the same father we're we 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 all cry abba father we all cry to the same god we all uh, share pain we all share joy we all share happiness and i want to create that bond on a deeper level rather than a surface view and that's one thing that i want us all to do um is to have that experience this week be vulnerable with somebody tell them how much you mean to them tell somebody you know without you you know if you were if i just lost you right now 
this is how I feel that openness to start a relationship to start being grounded in friendship in real love in 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 love in its truest form and seeing people for who they are whether good or bad church member or non-church member seeing them for who they are and accepting them and it's hard sometimes sometimes we don't want to accept things but sometimes we have to know people but yet love them love them like god loves you because none of us were worth loving until god had to clean us up a bit and god loves us even now and even when god cleans us up sometimes we mess up we fail the bible says for all have sinned and fell short of the glory of god I, and I actually said I wasn't even going to be long. It's 40 minutes in. <laughs> I am a talker. Um, but you don't want to lose that. You don't want to lose that with people. Be vulnerable with people. It takes a risk. Well, brother, oh, I can't find nobody to be vulnerable with. I don't trust nobody. Well, you set that example. You be trustful. You be somebody that someone can go to. The more you build with them, the more you can confide in them. It takes time. Sometimes it takes pain. It takes hurt. It takes mistakes. It takes being left on the table bleeding out. But it's worth it. It's worth it. The bond at the end of the day is so worth it. So uh, with that, I actually want to leave you with a 30-second clip of a song um, that I enjoy and it's called uh, Canvas and Clay by Pat Barrett um, it's just 30 seconds I hope you enjoy it um, but the full song actually talks about how God knew us um, and he's the artist he's the potter um, he molds us he shapes us this is even when uh, uh, you know failures and mistakes even though they've happened they're not wasted because it makes us better um, so I really hope you enjoy the next clip, 30-second uh, clip of that. And uh, stick t- stick around a little bit more. Um, after that, you don't want to miss it. So with that, you guys, God bless. Uh, I appreciate you guys. Don't forget, if this is your first time listening, hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to subscribe, leave a comment. Um, go follow my Instagram page at the good, bad, and unpredictable. Um, Drop me some topics you guys want to hear. Uh, before I forget, actually, this season's coming to a close pretty soon, and you don't want to miss out on next season. Um, so it's going to be interesting. So without uh, delay, um, we'll go ahead and give you that 30-second clip of the song. And like I said, stick uh, stick to afterwards as well. You don't want to miss it. Hey, you guys, so I really hoped you enjoyed that 30 second clip uh, really quick. I actually want to do something a little bit different this time. Usually I know we celebrate the wins um, as our segment. But today I actually want to give a shout out to three different podcast um, podcasts. Yeah, I, I, I don't know why I felt like I needed to say another word. However, um, the first podcast I actually want to give a shout out to and let me just say there's a I, I'm like I'm the type where like I like to start from the beginning 
um, from the first episode all the way to the most current. So I'm like starting the first episode. Well, I'm somewhere in the middle of there. I guess this podcast started in about 2016, 2015. Um, so I'm like in the middle of the 2016 year. Um, but it's the Dad Tired podcast. Um, and obviously, uh, as it says, Dad Tired. Um, this is mainly for a bunch of dads. Um, I, uh, from, I see, I almost started, I heard it so much. I almost started their opening. Um, this is for a bunch of, uh, dads, a bunch of guys, um, you know, where, uh, the gentleman is just talking about life, his everyday life. Um, especially with himself being involved or was involved in ministry, things like that, his kids work home, being a husband and things like that and just what life brings him and trying to look at it through different uh, lenses different aspects in life and that is uh dad tired um you can listen to it anywhere and also these other two i'm about to mention you can also listen to them anywhere on any podcast platform um they even have an instagram at dad tired um you go ahead take a look i recommend it i enjoy it myself um, but like I said, I haven't heard the most current episodes because I'm the type to start from the beginning to the end. Um, but you don't want to miss it. It's really good, really insightful. Not boring, especially because I get bored really easily. Um, but it's not boring. It's good. I enjoy it. So I uh, don't take my word for the most current episodes. Uh, like I said, I'm starting from the year 2015, 2016. The second podcast I want to give a shout out to is Coffee Conversations. I have heard, and I've even uh, mentioned uh, Coffee Conversations on my other uh, episodes before I actually had the host of it, um, Arlene, uh, on an episode. And if you want to go take a listen to it, it's the mental health discussion episode. And as it says, you know, just she talks about mental health in her perspective, in her eyes, um, what's it been like for her and different subjects, different topics regarding mental health. So it's really good, really insightful, very uh, um, from perspective of herself. And you don't want to miss it. I actually um, take uh, I I don't want to (laughs) say mental notes. I take uh, uh, I actually takes a heart what's being said, because there's a lot of stuff where I've overlooked in life with uh, uh, family members and I, it just never really dawned on me how much it can be uh, on somebody, especially when it's coming from their perspective. I'm really big on their on, uh, self-perspective. Um, so it's really good. Go ahead and take a listen to it. And the next one is the Leader Huddle podcast um, by uh, um, a friend of mine, a minister in our church, Gabriel Gonzalez. Um, it, whether you're in leadership or if you want to be in leadership, if you strive for it, this is a podcast for you. I just listened to his recent episode. Uh, I listened to it yesterday. And it was really good. Um, five important tips. Was it five or four? Oh my gosh. Five infor- important tips um, about leadership. It's really good. Uh, first, first few episodes, many guests on there. Um, some guests that I know myself, other guests I do not, but it's really good, really insightful, really impactful. Um, so if you aspire to be a leader or you're in leadership, um, I know one thing I've always learned about being in leadership roles is that you've never reached a point where you stop growing. And I think it's so important. I believe there's 
you can take anything from anywhere and make it your own. You can take notes about everything, even if you heard the same thing a thousand times. Different points of views are always great. So go take a listen to it. Like I said, uh, the Leader Huddle podcast, all these uh, podcasts you can find on different uh, uh podcast platforms so go take a listen go subscribe go comment go give them a rating uh like i said shout out to dad tired podcast coffee conversations podcast and the leader huddle podcast you guys are doing great an amazing job keep it up and i can't wait to see what your guys's podcast flourish into god bless you guys Hey, you guys. So really quick, I kind of want to apologize. I actually had to unpublish the original episode um, because, as I mentioned, mentioned, sorry, um, I was going to be putting on a 30 second clip of Pat Barrett's um, canvas and clay. But unfortunately, it wouldn't let me distribute it to the other uh, podcast platforms and only to Spotify. So I had to unpublish it and take off that segment but go ahead and go and listen to it it's about four minutes and 30 seconds long a really great song once again pat barrett canvas and clay i hope you really enjoy it and i'm sorry uh for the inconvenience of taking down the little clip however uh, i want to make sure that this is also available on the other platforms as well so with that you guys uh hope you enjoy the rest of your day And until next time on The Good, The Bad, and The Unpredictable.